Hello everyone and welcome to Jumping Podcast, or how I like to call it, what does it take to become a freelance survivor? Here, it's all about paving your way into the freelance world and helping you make the best career move. I am your host Doina, so let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Jump In Podcast. If you're new here, click the button subscribe to receive a notification every time a new episode is up. Today we will talk about what freelancing is, why should we consider. We'll also touch on what happened to companies and freelancers during the pandemic. But before anything else, let's see what a freelancer is. So a freelancer is any worker that sells their services to different organizations. This is called business to business also known as B2B, or to different people. This is called business to customer, also known as B2C. Comparing to a traditional worker, someone who goes to an office from 9 to 5, a freelancer does contract work. This means they are self-employed. They can work with multiple organizations or people at the same time. You know, freelancers are how I love to call them, picky workers. They pick the clients they want to work with, they pick the projects they want to work on, and they pick their preferred working hours. They are not bound by any specific location. So why should you freelance? Jim Rohn said, you can have more than you've got because you can become more than what you are. Let that sink in again. You can have more than what you've got because you can become more than what you are. Let's say you're in a 95 job. When I say 95, I am referring to any traditional worker that goes into the office at 9 and finishes the job at 5. So by being there, that company, ask yourself, what are you getting by staying there? And I don't mean financially wise, I mean, what are you becoming by staying in that job? One, do you have a pursuit of career growth? Two, are you just counting the minutes for the clock to hit 5 p.m.? If you did so, I know, I've been there, I've done that. So you must start wherever you are, with whatever you have. That's why freelancing is giving you the freedom to explore, freedom to be paid more, the freedom of career goals. And please, don't wait for a great idea, because great ideas are like unicorns. Instead of running after your success, you have to work for it. If the idea of freelancing is scary to you and you think it's something new, please know that 54% that work for Google are contractors. This means they are freelancing. So the remaining 46% are in a permanent job with them. So being a freelancer is not as new as you might think. As a conclusion, what you have to remember is that a freelance job is one where a person works for themselves rather than a company. And freelancers are responsible for all sorts of things that traditional employees are not, such as setting their work hours, keeping track of time spent on different projects, billing the clients, paying their own employment and business taxes. Freelancers are not considered employees by the companies they work for, but rather contractors. And now let's talk about how the pandemic affected the job market. At first, the massive job losses were within travel industry, retail. Also, there has been a dramatic shift on the job boards. You could rarely see the permanent jobs and the temporary ones were taking over. For example, on ZipRecruiter, the temporary jobs went from 24% to 34%. And this is only when the pandemic hit. Now, however, the job market is in a recovery. 
but the companies realize that they might not need so many permanent workers after all, because they are not quite sure on the load of work they have available, so they prefer hiring contractors, meaning freelancers. People were freelancing even before the pandemic, however, just in 2020, Upwork contributed to the US economy with $1.2 trillion. This is with 22% more than in 2019. This should tell you exactly where the freelance job market is at. However, a lot of companies shifted their growth strategies to countries with a great workforce because of the cost of outsourcing being lower. For example, some prefer a Romanian web developer over a British developer due to costs. What companies are doing at the moment, besides heavy money, is having access to a larger pool of candidates, for example, people with disabilities, which find it hard to commit to your job. There are brilliant people out there which feel incapacitated due to physical obstacles to travel to an office and back. And finally, we are introducing diversity to another level. This gives a lot of confidence and hope that someone can function as a normal employer, as a normal freelancer, and to be able to navigate the workplace while having a disability. So how I see it, freelancing during the pandemic is more than giving your team a different environment to be a high performer. I see it as a huge step into making work accessible for everyone. And what are candidates doing? According to Upper.com, 2 million Americans started to freelance in the last 12 months. This is half of my home country's population, Moldova. And just because of the pandemic, many workers had no other choice than turning to freelancing. And when the lockdown started, many people were scared of freelancing because of the following reasons. One, unpredictable income. You're your own boss, you find your own contracts, job insecurity. Tomorrow is not promised to you. No benefits such as salary bonuses, paid holidays. You have no deep ties to an organization. So if you are after a company's culture, that's too bad. The working culture is how you set it for yourself to be. Once people started to overcome their fear, they jumped into imposter syndrome. And let me tell you why. They don't have a close relationship with a boss, manager, colleagues in an office setting in order to get validation for their work. So people started to feel like they are not doing such a great job after all. And they're not sure they love what they do. Maybe they should look for something else. Some people couldn't separate their work life from home life. Some were concerned that they are losing the benefits of office life, having the opportunity to network with more experienced workers, such as managers, colleagues, mentors. And they really felt that their career is on hold. So if you're wondering what you can do right now, I say is find a way to grow. You can repurpose your CV. Don't use a CV for all the jobs you're applying for. So one size does not fit all. Customize your CV for every type of job you're after. For example, a different CV for virtual assistant position, a different CV for customer service job. Put an emphasis on your transferable skills. What skills do you have that you can use in a future job? In the next episode, we will talk about how you can discover your skills and what is your superpower. Another thing what you can do is attend live events to meet people. There are different websites which are organizing live events of networking for professionals, such as creativemornings.com. You can find events on eventbrite.com or General Assembly. Their website is ga.com and you go to the free online events and see what's up there. Also, make sure to watch the trend for next year when it's about freelancing. So 
the next year it's all about development related skills such as blockchain, app and web development, data engineer, and literally any analyst job such as data science analyst, financial analyst, fraud analyst, business analyst, you name it. The non-tech roles are around the digital marketing, content strategy, video content creation, voiceover, subtitling. And be creative, you can get yourself a lesser-known job such as um, book mentor. If you're a book addict, you can mentor someone on how to read, what to read, how to take notes after reading a book. Another one is a meditation mentor or a trend analysis freelancer, where you have to analyze all the trends from your field of work. For example, fitness trend analysis. The conclusion is that freelancing is here to stay no matter of a pandemic or a lockdown. And now it's the best time to move your work online. And believe me, your future self will thank you. Now that you know what a freelancer is and how are things going for the online job market, in the next episode we'll go through some practical steps about how to find your superpower, meaning the skills which will help you land in your first job. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be grateful if you can leave a review and tell me what you love about it. Share it with someone who might find it useful and don't forget to subscribe so you can stay on track with all the new episodes. Until next time, pave your way into the freelance world.